but instead a an organization made up of uh, pro-Ukrainian and anti-Putin uh, people. And their claim was that uh, these, these unnamed sources had seen intelligence that this group of Ukrainians and Russian nationals, anti-Putin Russian nationals, with diving experience, rented a yacht and carried out the planting of the explosives. And that is really how Nord Stream got destroyed. Now, in all fairness, the story that was released stating that this was an operation uh, ordered by the White House without oversight of Congress and carried out by members of the United States military and the explosion being executed by the Norwegians is also based off of an unnamed source, a single unnamed source. However, the author of this story has an enormous amount of credibility as a real journalist, a real investigative journalist. This is the same guy who broke the Abu Ghraib torture story. And he has, he's, he's very well known to have multiple solid sources in Washington, D.C., uh, in uh, the uh, military also. And the New York Times, I don't know anything about Sight because I don't read it, um, but the New York Times reputation is actually slightly lower than that of the National Enquirer. I think the National Enquirer actually gets more stories right than the New York Times. That's just, that's just me. But the New York Times is unquestionably a propaganda outlet for the Democrat National Committee. There's, there's zero question about that. Zero. And, and it, it, it's just the timing is just a little bit weird, just a little bit hinky. And let me explain why. You see... The destruction of Nord Stream, or I should say Nord Stream 2 to be more specific, to be more pedantic, and I am a pedantic son of a gun, the destruction of Nord Stream 2 seriously, seriously injures the people of Europe in general, and Germany specifically. It caused their... Uh, energy costs to skyrocket. It is causing people to freeze over the winter. And again, energy prices to skyrocket. Europe, which does not have any intrinsic um, fuel sources of its own, has relied upon Russia for gas for a long time. And this Nord Stream 2 pipeline would have fueled, it would have kept fuel prices down, 
and and it would have uh, uh, kept Europe warm, basically. Now, the story comes out that it was the United States who did it. And Germany has been on board for this whole uh, wag-the-dog-Ukraine war. And Europe, specifically Germany, has then been forced to get their gas from who? Norway. And Norway has been able to basically name their own price when it comes to how much Germany and, and Europe is going to pay for gas. So the, the, the original story that it was the United States with the help of Norway seems to make a lot of sense. Whereas this New York Times story, uh, and New York Times and site, uh, story about this imaginary group of whoever it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but Germany suffers because of this move. And if the Germans found out that their leadership was in the know, about the United States blowing the pipeline, then politically, Germany's leadership suffers or could could suffer greatly politically. So this meeting between uh, Sergeant Schultz and the uh, uh, cabbage-in-chief makes sense. And the stories coming out trying to divert blame away from the United States by these two propaganda outlets, that also makes sense, that they're trying to divert blame. There is, and again, to be fair, at this point, there is zero evidence for either one. But the Hirsch story, blaming the United States, was extremely detailed in how the operation was planned and how it was executed. The New York Times site story, not so much. This amorphous group of whomever uh, rented a yacht and went and swam down and planted the explosives and blew the explosives and then they brought the yacht back. But at the same time, this group who was so professional, so well-trained that they could pull off an underwater demolitions operation like that were so sloppy that they didn't clean the yacht and they left traces of explosives. Now let me explain a little bit about this particular operation. If you were military and you were planning an operation like this, first off, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline sits at varying depths between 80 and 110 meters. Okay? That's deep. That is very, very deep. That is beyond depth, way beyond a depth that someone just anyone with diving experience could dive way beyond, all right? You would need somebody with extreme technical proficiency 
All right. Even if you're a commercial diver, you don't go down that deep without serious support. This is not this is not just something that anybody could do. Even if it's somebody who is paddy or otherwise certified in uh scuba. This would also be extraordinarily expensive. And the reason it would be extraordinarily expensive is because you would have to dive mixed gas. Maybe triox something along those lines, but you'd need helium. You'd have to dive mixed gas in order to get down there. And helium is very expensive. So you would have to be able to pay for the helium to dive that deep. And even with that helium, if you're diving that deep, you are risking nitrogen narcosis. Uh, and there's the added, uh, added difficulty of your ascent because you can't just go down and then come right back up. Not unless you want to be dead. You have to slowly ascend. And we're talking... Depending on what tables you want to use, between 30 feet and 60 feet per minute, it would be wiser to go with the 30 feet per minute. So that's that's going to take some extra time too. Uh, add on to that the additional difficulty of underwater demolitions. Underwater demolitions is not easy. There's a reason why only a few organizations and a very few people within, you know, can do that. Like you've got your SEALs, you've got, you know, um, certain, I would imagine, of your Navy divers, those that are, um, that do salvage and stuff like that, um, that can do that kind of thing. It takes a certain level of technical proficiency that not everybody has. Certainly not just some group of people. Oh, they have military training. Okay, but we're talking very specific military training. We're talking a group of people who have this training that would very likely if not know each other by name, they would know each other by reputation. This is not a this is not a large community of people who know how to do this kind of thing. You've got your SEALs, and you've got the people who the SEALs trained. That's it. It's a small community. So these people, whoever they might be, these imaginary people, um, they are a known quantity. Their names are going to be known. If they indeed exist, and if they did indeed pull this off, they're going to be a known quantity. Not only that, but they are going to be professionals. Demolitions of any kind? Underwater or not? requires an amazing degree not only of technical proficiency which we just covered but uh, exactitude precision this is not something that just your average Joe would be able to do safely and that being the case, somebody who can pull off a job like this would not leave a mess behind. As a matter of fact, they wouldn't leave any evidence behind at all. So 
the and and at this point I don't even know if they discovered the yacht or if this is just another part of the intelligence story but they definitely would not leave a mess on the yacht or more likely what they would do is they would leave another kind of mess on the yacht one that indicated some kind of drunken big party which is what you rent yachts for and and even further if if they if they really wanted to make this work they would have made it look like the kids of a Russian oligarch were renting this yacht to have a party on. And they would make sure that they returned it in a messed up manner, but not leaving traces of explosives and the making of explosives because that would have happened off-site. That wouldn't have been done on the ship or on the boat. You'd leave a bunch of champagne bottles and, 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 uh, you know, whatever other party type stuff used condoms, whatever on, on the boat. So you returned it that way because that's what would be expected from a, a bunch of, you know, a Russian oligarchs, kids, that's what would be expected. And that would cement your cover. Nobody would think twice about that happening. So that's what a professional would do. And and again, like I said, the explosives themselves, the charges themselves, would have been made off-site somewhere else entirely, brought onto the boat, ready to roll. You know, just, you know, flick the switch, press the button, and they're good to go. That's it. There would not have been any making of the bomb there on the, on the ship. So there wouldn't have been, you know, bits of wire and, and that kind of stuff laying around. And I mean, this, this story from New York times and site just doesn't make any sense. And the fact that they both came out on the same day, three days after Biden and Schultz met in secret together, Sorry, but that doesn't track. And this is something that the left does not get. They, they just don't get it, and they still don't get it. The creation of a fantasy in your own head, the dissemination of that fantasy to other people, when met with reality, will fall every single time. And if this story, excuse me, if this story from Sight in the New York, New York Times is false, which I believe it is, reality is going to take it down. The only thing you're doing is maybe buying yourself a little bit of time and not much because Hirsch is coming out with another story pretty soon. Add to that, Hirsch has indicated in uh, interviews that there were six charges placed and that only four of them went off and that two, the two that did not go off were recovered. He has not said by whom yet. But if those two charges were recovered, then it's a very, very good chance that they will be able to be traced back to whoever made them. Right? Any anybody on the planet, any any operator on the planet will tell you that the way a bomb maker makes his bombs again, it's very precise and so each different bomb maker has their own method of doing it and they can be identified by their devices because each bomb maker does it a specific way and they do it that way over and over and over and over again because messing with explosives you have to be precise there's no room for well let's play around with this or let's try that or let's do the other no 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 
It is a science, and to do it safely, you have to do it right. That being said, the type of explosive used, the way it was wired, the way it was packaged, all of that will come back to whoever did it. And if it was a particular military that did it, the country of origin will be easily identified. Now, again, there's ways around this, too. Like, again, special ops, they know if we're operating in Eastern Europe, then we're going to use this particular type of explosive vice, this particular type of explosive, if they're doing it right, if they're thinking that's that's just like if if we're going to go into this particular country we're going to use these types of weapons as opposed to we're not going to walk in there with you know US made weapons and and if this is covert if what we're doing is is completely covert we're not going to go in with US made weapons we're going to go in with weapons that are uh, accurate for whatever location which typically that means an AK47 depending on where you're working but this uh, Hirsch's story makes a lot more sense. It just it flat makes a lot more sense, and we're going to find out more because he's releasing another story within I don't know within a week or so, from what I've heard. Reality's going to win. Reality's going to win. No amount of, of lying, no amount of, of fantasy is, is going to, no amount of media is going to change reality. It's not. So that's where the situation uh, is with Nord Stream 2. And that's where I'm going to leave this particular uh, segment. Uh, there's other stuff that, that needs to be talked about. This this past, heck, this past week, past two weeks, but this past week has, has just been, you know, for a while there, I was having trouble thinking about, you know, what I was going to talk about. And then all of a sudden it was just like, just a dump of a whole bunch of stuff that needs to be discussed. Uh, especially with regards to this Ukraine situation. is is completely covert. We're not going to go in with U.S.-made weapons. We're going to go in with weapons that are uh, accurate for whatever location, which typically that means an AK-47, depending on where you're working. But this... Uh, Hirsch's story makes a lot more sense. It just it flat makes a lot more sense. And we're going to find out more because he's releasing another story within, I don't know, within a week or so, from what I've heard. Reality's going to win. Reality's going to win. No amount of, of lying, no amount of, of fantasy is, is going to, no amount of media is going to change reality. It's not. So that's where the situation uh, is with Nord Stream 2. And that's where I'm going to leave this particular uh, segment. Uh, there's other stuff that, that needs to be talked about. This this past, heck, this past week, past two weeks, but this past week has, has just been, you know, for a while there, I was having trouble thinking about, you know, what I was going to talk about. And then all of a sudden it was just like, just a dump of, a whole bunch of stuff that needs to be discussed, uh, especially with regards to this Ukraine situation.
that they are not interested in justice. It is very clear that the Department of Justice has been weaponized against the people of the United States, against the Constitution of the United States. That's step one. Oh, but what about all the cases? Hey, this is a consequence of letting them go this far. What about all the cases that they've got against people? Well, those cases are already in trouble anyway. This happening right here, and I'm pointing to my notes, this happening right here calls into question every single solitary case brought by the Department of every case brought by the Department of Justice, past and present. Every one. Because if they're cheating on this one, Who's to say they weren't cheating on the other ones? Folks, convictions are going to be overturned all over the place. Appeals, courts are going to be swamped with this. Federal convictions are going to be tossed left and right because of this. If the FBI was suffering any kind of credibility issues before, it's nothing compared to what's coming now. The FBI has lost all credibility entirely and the Department of Justice along with them and every single solitary other federal law enforcement agency has lost all all credibility. Doesn't matter if they're, well, there's good agents too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there are good agents. I'm not saying that there aren't good agents. Matter of fact, I'm positive that there are good agents, but it doesn't matter. All of the good that has been done by those good agents is gone. It's gone. Oh, a couple of bad apps. Yeah. One bad apple ruins the whole barrel, folks. If you got a loaf of bread, Wonder Bread, and there's mold growing on one of the pieces of bread, are you going to keep that loaf? No, you're not. By the way, don't. Don't keep the loaf. If you see mold on one piece of bread, in the throw the loaf away. Just for, I'm talking as a medical professional, throw the loaf away. That ain't penicillin growing on, on there, folks. It's not. That can actually make you sick. Throw it away. But, but anyway, all of these, I'm telling you, you're gonna see we're gonna see it. And this the the defense has already asked. Uh, and like I said, the FBI is trying to retroactively say, oh, that's classified, and behind the scenes, I guarantee you, behind the scenes, they're like, quick, quick, classify this stuff, classify it. Too late. Even if they manage to classify it, even if this judge lets it go through, which he probably will, he's probably dirty too. This is immediate grounds. Immediate grounds. For an appeal. This is an instant appeal. This is add water and stir appeal. These guys are not going... If they go to jail, it ain't going to be for long. I guarantee you. Because what's going to happen is the defense is going to say, well, hey, they classified this stuff at the last minute, but what we are going to do in the appeal is we are going to ask for a judge or an independent whoever to go over these emails and verify that, A, they should have been classified, and B, they didn't have anything to do with our case. Because even if they are classified and they had to do with our case, guess what? Discovery. Doesn't matter if they're classified at that point. Does not matter. If they have to do with our case, it ain't classified anymore. Next thing that needs to happen... 
every single so eventually when 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 we get another president a real president the doj needs to be shut down end it shut down everybody needs to be fired in leadership and middle management anybody who had anything to do with political prosecutions needs to be fired needs to be investigated where necessary need to be indicted need to be prosecuted and need to be imprisoned and that includes the people at the top especially the people at the top and that includes the politicians who knew about this politicians like oh i don't know one nancy pelosi who by the way in a different story it has come out on january 6th and prior to january 6th multiple communications between her office and one ray epps don't know who ray epps is i'm not going to get into it here look it up on google and we'll talk about it later if other things happen next thing that needs to happen and this needs to happen immediately and it bloody well better happen here in texas it won't but it should the states need to suspend the law enforcement capacity of all federal agents within their borders if the states do not do that then the county sheriffs need to do that no more fbi no more atf no more dea no more nobody i am an advocate of getting rid of all of those federal agencies with the exception of the marshals but all of these guys need to go all of those agencies need to go the federal government and these federal agencies have gotten too powerful they've gotten dangerous they are no longer interested in the law and the reason that i've been doing quotes for law enforcement agencies because they have to be dedicated to the law to be a law enforcement agency they are not they are not dedicated to law enforcement they are clearly very clearly interested only in political prosecution in silencing political opposition to the democrat national committee to the establishment uniparty in washington dc to the superiority of the federal government and the usurpation of the powers of the states and the people that's what they are interested in that is all nothing else nothing else and they can come up you can come up with any amount of 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 excuses for this behavior as you want that is not justice oh they're christian white nationalists and they want to destroy it no 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 calling people names lying about their motives is not a reason to throw people in prison you don't get to do that in this country this is not the soviet union this is not cuba this is not north korea you don't get to do that in this country <sighs> so yeah no more federal law enforcement operating within the states and the states can do that they actually can the superiority is where whatever clause does not apply here no does not apply here especially when you have a corrupt organization operating like this and especially when you don't know whether or not the prosecutions or the investigations that they are carrying out are legitimate criminal investigations or political 
prosecutions. You don't get to do that. We have proof, we have evidence that these guys were spying on Trump as a candidate, spying on Trump as a sitting president of the United States. Oh, but he was involved in all of this terrible thing. You don't know that. There is zero evidence of that. And the evidence that the so-called evidence that they used to get clearance to illegally surveil him has already been proven to be false. Just from a legal standpoint, even if they had caught him doing something illegal, which they didn't, but even if they were, that would be thrown out of court. You know why? Because the basis for the warrant in the first place was false. It's called fruit of the poison tree. The FBI is bent. The federal government is bent. The question now is, is it recoverable? And that is a discussion for another show. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button. Hit the notification button. You can check me out on Gab, Getter Minds and Truth Social at Doc Bryant. On Twitter at Doc Bryant Actual. You can watch my videos on BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble, but not YouTube. You can catch my podcast anywhere you can get a podcast. I suggest Spotify, but anywhere you can get a podcast except iTunes. And thank you very, very much for listening. And I will talk to you all later. Guy is claiming that these communications were not relevant to the case. They are lying. I'm going to come out and say it right now. They are 100% lying. These communications were hidden so that the defense attorneys would not have access to them. Now, I don't know if you know this, but in a criminal case... The government is responsible for handing over all evidence that they have to the defense so that the defense can get a fair trial. It is not, let me say this again, it is not okay for the government, the prosecution, to withhold evidence from the defense that would otherwise be exculpatory for the defendant. Like if you have evidence that the defendant was not at the bank that was being robbed at the time it was being robbed, you have to turn that over because theoretically the whole point of the justice system is to achieve justice. And throwing somebody in jail simply because they hold a different political opinion than you is not justice. It is, in fact, tyranny. It is, in fact, illegal. Now, I know that the left has zero interest in the law, zero interest in justice. The only thing that they are interested in is getting rid of those who oppose them. And if they had the ability to do so, they would be going through and cleansing those people who disagree with them 
the same way it was done in Soviet Russia, the same way it was done in Cambodia, the same way it was done in Cuba, in North Korea, in China, I could go on. But they can't, so right now they are limited to railroading people in court, which is what they are trying to do here. So, what we are seeing... Oh, anyway, these, these, these emails. These emails showed communications. They showed that the FBI had access to communications between one of the defendants and his attorney. There are emails between the defendant and his attorney. And the FBI had these. Folks, there's only one way that that happens. That's if the FBI is spying on the defense attorney and or his client. Ladies and gentlemen, that is illegal. That is tyrannical. That is unconstitutional. That is criminally liable. In other words, the people who did it can be thrown into prison for doing it. Further, these emails show a request for the destruction of over 330 items of exculpatory evidence. Ladies and gentlemen, that is illegal. That is tyrannical. It is unconstitutional. It is criminally liable. There is also a request to doctor evidence, to change evidence. In this particular instance, a communication that showed that a particular FBI agent was at a particular location at a particular time. And the request was, edit it so that I, so that it doesn't show that I was there, to exclude my presence. Ladies and gentlemen, doctoring evidence is illegal. It is tyrannical, it is unconstitutional, and it is criminally liable. Now, the FBI is claiming that it was a mistake to send this to the defense. Well, yeah, no kidding. We're trying to rig the game, and oops, we sent evidence that we're trying to rig the game to our opponent. Uh, yeah, I would say that's a mistake, but the FBI is further saying what they are saying is that those communications, that, that that spreadsheet contains classified material. This is an excuse that the left has been using on several occasions. This, this, this ephemeral classified materials national security. Those classified materials are classified. First of all, they may not actually be classified, but if they are classified, the reason that they're classified is because they prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that the government is involved in illegal activities, that the federal government 
is no longer legitimate, but is, in fact, a criminal organization. And let me clarify, because there's going to be some people out there going, oh, this is just another right-wing nut, blah, 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 blah. And you can call me whatever you want, and you cannot listen to me. That's fine. I'm cool with that. But the government may not act in an illegal manner, period. End of sentence. There, no. It doesn't matter. If, if somebody is a serial killer, and you know in your heart of hearts that that person is a serial killer, but you don't have evidence to prove this, then he gets to walk. That's the way it works. If, if, and the left has created this bugaboo, this, this non-existent group of people, racist, white, Christian, nationalist, Nazi, fascist, whatevers, that do not exist, to, to, to form, again, a negative connotation. All they want is the negative connotation, and then they can accuse whoever they want of being that thing. And, and what really kills me, is, what makes this ridiculously hilarious, is that they actually call black people who politically oppose them white supremacists. That's how stupid this is. That's how juvenile this is. But the government cannot act like a bunch of junior high school students that have a quibble with another group of students. They don't get to do that. Throwing people in prison for the rest of, for any amount of time for something that they did not do is not justice just because you don't like what those people say or more to the point you don't like what you think those people think that is not justice you do not get to do that you do not understand you don't get to do that the government does not get to do that just because you don't like somebody because you don't like the color of their skin because you don't like the fact that they go to church. You don't get to do that. You don't get to railroad them into prison. You don't get to shoot them. You don't get to set their homes or their businesses on fire because you do not like them. And that is what the FBI is doing. So what are the consequences of this? Well, the judge at this point, in this particular case, the judge at this point has said, well, defense, stop looking at, at those classified emails. Let me tell you something, folks. Just the January 6th, uh, just the, the, the footage from the January 6th, the day of January 6th, is enough for this case to be dropped entirely. And the defense is now asking for that based on these emails and based on the footage that was released. And I, and I saw this, you know, I actually think I said it in a previous thing that the release of this footage is, is it's proof right there that an insurrection never happened. And that the all of the January 6th convictions, if any occurred, need to be overturned immediately. I can guarantee you that there are attorneys all over the United States firing up potential uh, suits to get these people out of jail. Even the ones that haven't had their trials yet that are being held illegally in jails 
in Washington, D.C. Uh, the truth will out. Reality is going to win. These people are going to get out. And then you've got the lawsuits that they're going to file that are going to cost the government millions and millions and millions of dollars. But what really needs to happen, what really needs to happen, number one, the FBI, because this is all that we can do right now, a criminal organization currently controls the federal government. And they're not going to police their own stuff. And they're not going to shut down their own activities. It's not going to happen. They might, they might hide them a little bit better. But they're not going to stop by themselves. The only even semblance of control that we the people have at this point over the federal government exists in the House. And even that's a little bit. Because you've got your Republican rhinos that are perfectly okay with all of this happening. Guys like John Cornyn completely and totally support this. Guys like Mitch McConnell completely and totally support this. I'm pretty sure that Kevin McCarthy supports this, but he is not in a position to do anything about it. What needs to happen is what they should do, but they won't do, but what they should do. When it comes to this next budget, they need to force a budget pass. No more omnibus bills, no more stopgap spending. Pass a budget as the Constitution dictates. And in that budget, there will be zero funding for the Department of Justice across the board, folks. Zero funding for the Department of Justice because it is very clear that they are not interested in justice. It is very clear that the Department of Justice has been weaponized against the people of the United States, against the Constitution of the United States. That's step one. Oh, but what about all the cases? Hey, this is a consequence of letting them go this far. What about all the cases that they've got against people? Well, those cases are already in trouble anyway. This happening right here, and I'm pointing to my notes. This happening right here calls into question every single solitary case brought by the Department of Every case brought by the Department of Justice past and present. Everyone. Because if they're cheating on this one, who's to say they weren't cheating on the other ones? Folks, convictions are going to be overturned all over the place. Appeals, courts are going to be swamped with this. Federal convictions are going to be tossed left and right because of this. If the FBI was suffering any kind of credibility issues before, it's nothing compared to what's coming now. The FBI has lost all credibility entirely and the Department of Justice along with them and every single solitary other federal law enforcement agency has lost all credibility. Doesn't matter if they're, well, there's good agents too. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there are good agents. I'm not saying that there aren't good agents. Matter of fact, I'm positive that there are good agents, but it doesn't matter. All of the good that has been done by those good agents is gone. It's gone. Oh, a couple of bad apples, yeah. 
One bad apple ruins the whole barrel, folks. If you got a loaf of bread, Wonder Bread, and there's mold growing on one of the pieces of bread, are you going to keep that loaf? No, you're not. By the way, don't. Don't keep the loaf. If you see mold on one piece of bread, in the throw the loaf away. Just for, I'm talking as a medical professional, throw the loaf away. That ain't penicillin growing on, on there, folks. It's not. That can actually make you sick. Throw it away. <laughs> but anyway, all of these, I'm telling you, you're gonna see we're gonna see it. And this the the defense has already asked. Uh, and like I said, the FBI is trying to retroactively say, oh, that's classified, and behind the scenes, I guarantee to you, behind the scenes, they're like, quick, quick, classify this stuff, classify it. Too late. Even if they manage to classify it, even if this judge lets it go through, which he probably will, he's probably dirty too. This is immediate grounds. Immediate grounds. For an appeal. This is an instant appeal. This is add water and stir appeal. These guys are not going... If they go to jail, it ain't going to be for long. I guarantee you. Because what's going to happen is the defense is going to say, well, hey, they classified this stuff at the last minute, but what we are going to do in the appeal is we are going to ask for a judge or an independent whoever to go over these emails and verify that, A, they should have been classified, and B, they didn't have anything to do with our case. Because even if they are classified and they had to do with our case, guess what? Discovery. Doesn't matter if they're classified at that point. Does not matter. If they have to do with our case, it ain't classified anymore. Next thing that needs to happen... Every single, eventually, when, when, when we get another president, a real president, the DOJ needs to be shut down. End it. Shut down. Everybody needs to be fired in leadership and middle management. Anybody who had anything to do with political prosecutions needs to be fired, needs to be investigated, where necessary, need to be indicted, need to be prosecuted, and need to be imprisoned. And that includes the people at the top, especially the people at the top. And that includes the politicians who knew about this. Politicians like, oh, I don't know, one Nancy Pelosi, who, by the way, in a different story, it has come out, on January 6th and prior to January 6th, multiple communications between her office and one Ray Epps. Don't know who Ray Epps is. I'm not going to get into it here. Look it up on Google and we'll talk about it later if other things happen. Next thing that needs to happen, and this needs to happen immediately, and it bloody well better happen here in Texas. It won't, but it should. The states need to suspend the law enforcement capacity of all federal agents within their borders. If the states do not do that, then the county sheriffs need to do that. No more FBI, no more ATF, no more DEA, no more nobody. I am an advocate of getting rid of all of those federal agencies, with the exception of the marshals. But all of these guys need to go. All of those agencies need to go. The federal government and these federal agencies have gotten too powerful. They've gotten dangerous. They are no longer interested in the law. And the reason that I've been doing 
quotes for law enforcement agencies because they have to be dedicated to the law to be a law enforcement agency. They are not. They are not dedicated to law enforcement. They are clearly, very clearly, interested only in political prosecution, in silencing political opposition to the Democrat National Committee, to the establishment uniparty in Washington, D.C., to the superiority of the federal government and the usurpation of the powers of the states and the people. That's what they are interested in. That is all, nothing else, nothing else. And they can come up, you can come up with any amount of, of, of excuses for this behavior as you want. That is not justice. Oh, they're Christian white nationalists and they want to destroy it. No, 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 no. Calling people names. Lying about their motives is not a reason to throw people in prison. You don't get to do that in this country. This is not the Soviet Union. This is not Cuba. This is not North Korea. You don't get to do that in this country. So, yeah, no more federal law enforcement operating within the states. And the states can do that. They actually can. The superiority is where whatever clause does not apply here. No, does not apply here. Especially when you have a corrupt organization operating like this. And especially when you don't know whether or not the prosecutions or the investigations that they are carrying out are legitimate criminal investigations or political prosecutions. You don't get to do that. We have proof, we have evidence that these guys were spying on Trump as a candidate, spying on Trump as a sitting president of the United States. Oh, but he was involved in all of this terrible thing. You don't know that. There is zero evidence of that. And the evidence that, the so-called evidence that they used to get clearance to illegally surveil him has already been proven to be false. Just from a legal standpoint, even if they had caught him doing something illegal, which they didn't. But even if they were, that would be thrown out of court. You know why? Because the basis for the warrant in the first place was false. It's called fruit of the poison tree. The FBI is bent. The federal government is bent. The question now is, is it recoverable? And that is a discussion for another show. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button. Hit the notification button. You can check me out on Gab, Getter Minds and Truth Social, at Doc Bryant. On Twitter, at Doc Bryant Actual. You can watch my videos on BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble, but not YouTube. You can catch my podcast anywhere you can get a podcast. I suggest Spotify, but anywhere you can get a podcast except iTunes. And thank you very, very much for listening. And I will talk to you all later. <laughs>